welcome to the Falls Cast. Today we are pleased to present Susan Spinner, the incumbent Ward 2 representative of the City Council of Cuyahoga Falls, who is currently seeking re-election. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. All right, let's just hop right into it. Can you briefly introduce yourself and explain what motivates you to run for City Council? Um, well, Again, my name is Susan Spinner. Uh, my family and I have lived in Cuyahoga Falls for almost 27 years. We raised our four kids here. Um, we always thought this was a, a great place to raise a family, and it has been. It's we, They've done great things and uh, flourished in the schools. And then, um, and then it seemed like the city just kind of woke up, and um, with the opening of Front Street and all the improvements. Now my kids who are adults still love coming back here, still love being part of the falls. And, um, you know, I have a son in Columbus who will come back just to do stuff here in his hometown, stuff that wasn't even available or fun to do, you know, before he left um, our city. And it just is really nice to be able to kind of keep my family here just because it's um, not just a place, great place to uh, raise family, but it's a great place to be and enjoy what we have to offer. So um, I think things are going really well, and I want to be part of uh, continuing that trend. And, you know, just in what's happened in the last five to seven years, I can't imagine, you know, what's what's coming, but I want to be part of it. What do you see as the most pressing issues facing our city, and how do you plan to address them? One of the things that um, may not be pressing for everybody, but I do get calls and I and I hear about it is um, animal control. And we don't really have uh, a centralized department that handles animal control issues and things like that. So I would really like to work with the city and develop some position that would help manage those calls and those issues. We have such a great administration and they make us look good every single day when uh, neighbors residents give us a call or send an email and say hey this is an issue what can you do about it and then we know exactly who to call at the city and how to handle that issue sometimes it's not the answer they want sometimes the issue doesn't get solved the way they would like it to but at least they get an answer and they get a reason why or why not it can be resolved and I'd like to be able to have the same thing with uh, animal control issues because it seems like those are increasing. And um, other than that, I'm very excited about the things that are going on um, on South State Road and South Front Street. I think South State Road especially uh, really deserves some more attention and it's it's going to start getting that. And um, I'm excited to see what happens and the change in the landscape there. That is great. Um, I'm going to deviate from our questions a little bit to see if I can um, get a little more information about State's um, Road, because I know that is a point of contention for some. And I was just kind of curious, um, do you know what may be coming or how people, if somebody wants to get involved with some changes, how would they get involved? Well, there is the um, the State Road. Now I'm at a loss. I think the task force. I forget um, what it's called. Yeah, I forget what yeah. it's called. And those meetings haven't started yet, but I plan on being at every one of them. And um, I would encourage anybody who's interested in uh, seeking 
that out. Um, the city will have information on their website and they have contracted with planners who will help redevelop that landscape. You know, there's nothing that we can do about business owners who don't want to do anything with their business or with yeah. their location. That's yeah. unfortunate. Um, as long as they're keeping it up and they're doing what they need to do to keep things safe and, and, and meet all those requirements, the city can't force them to do right. um, more with it. So, you know, the, the white elephant or the elephant in the room, I should say, you know, Ponderosa. And I think mm-hmm. all yeah. those properties, um, it would be exciting to have something in there uh, providing services and, and things for our community. And hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. Now it's Ponderosa and I am totally deviating from this. So I do apologize, but Ponderosa, my understanding is that they don't want to sell. Is that correct? I mean, the owners, the mayor is contacting them, trying to reach out to see what they want to do with the property. Is it the owner doesn't want to sell or they're asking too much or what is going on with that property? Do you know? I haven't been part of those conversations. I really don't know what um, is the motivation there. Okay. Yeah. How do you plan to engage with the community to ensure their concerns and needs are being heard and considered? Uh, well, I'm going to continue to do what I've been doing, and that's um, being responsive to emails, phone calls, texts. Um, when somebody has an issue, I do try to uh, address it as soon as possible. Uh, sometimes I get calls at work, which, you know, I can't can't combine jobs. Um, sure. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but as as soon as it's as it's possible, you know, I address their concern by figuring out who in the city is going to be able to help handle their question or their issue. And again, um, the response time in the city is uh, really great. The one unfortunate thing, though, is that some things take time and, you know, just calling me isn't going to make sure that, you know, your neighbor's grass is going to get cut you know, to, uh, to compliance. So, you know, the city is, I think, very fair with residents who may be struggling to keep things up or, um, and, and there's a process and sometimes that process is long and can be, uh, frustrating, but I try to keep people apprised of the progress and, um, make sure that their questions and concerns are handled. Mm-hmm. So is the best way to get a hold of you, is that email, text, phone, or does that not matter? I mean, um, I would say texting and email are the best, but okay. um, leaving a voicemail um, at my phone number is is very good, too. I just I can't always pick up, like I said, when I'm at work. But sure, sure. What is your phone number, if you mind giving that out? Three, oh, yes. Three, three, zero, six, one, eight, five, two, nine, one. Perfect. All right. So what steps will you take to ensure transparency in your decision making process while serving on the city council? Um, Well, I think everything's pretty um, open. Uh, You can see my voting record and you can see um, what I've, you know, what I've done to help address things. When when people call, you know, I keep them apprised of the progress um, or, you know, if there's disappointing news, I try to give that as deliver that as well. But there's, you know, all you have to do is call me, text me, email, and you, you know what I'm up to. I, I'm pretty, yep. <laughs> uh, I'm an open book. I love it. Um, what do you bring to the table for the new young voters? Now you're talking about your children. So that's probably something very close to your heart. Absolutely. I have four young voters and um, it's been um, 
it's been great watching them grow and develop their own ideas and uh, being able to vote with them. And the first time I got to vote with my son, Noah, we got to vote for him. Because yes, he was, yes, yes. Uh, the state house seat. So that was exciting. And uh, I just can't emphasize enough how important it is to take your vote seriously. And we almost lost some of the value of our vote um, in August. So I, I really am encouraged by the number of people that came out to vote that day and for that issue and or against that issue and um, are, are engaging. And that's what I want to, you know, Anything I can do to promote um, the engagement of young voters, I will do that because I feel they're the ones that are going to be taking care of us. And I want them to be informed and I want them to be responsible for their vote. Yeah, they are the future. So, you know, whatever future that they want to see, that they can now create it with their vote. What kind of programs can be implemented in the other densely populated areas of the city to make the city more attractive to younger voters first Young, younger first-time home buyers. Well, I think one of the, the mayor's initiatives for young voters or young people is um, this, the, the council of students that he's developed. And I know um, Noah served on that, and he was really excited about that. And that's what really got him involved and engaged. And um, expanding on that or, or more programs like that to get young people who aren't necessarily voting age yet, but um, planting the seeds for um, becoming active and involved voters. And I see what what we're going as a city is bringing more and more young people to our city and the, the activities, the amenities. I'm really excited about uh, the removal of the Gorge Dam and what that could possibly do to my property value as we get more visitors who are using uh, that resource and um, all the, the the kayaking and cycling and all those um, activities that I think bring youth youthful people here. Um, you know, across the street from me, we had some neighbors that I swear just lived here in the summer. We never saw them in the winter, but their Jeep with their kayaks on top were there all summer long. And so I know that they were taking advantage of, of what we had to offer and, and, and just doing so during the season. So I'm, I'm excited for um, the activities that'll, that'll bring young people here to Cuyahoga Falls and enjoying what everything we have to offer. Yeah. And wanting to make a life here too. Like you're saying that, you know, your son that's in Columbus comes down here to do activities here maybe that will want him to eventually settle down back in Cuyahoga Falls. Isn't that what all moms want really like is for them to come back and settle back. And I'm seeing that our, um, ourselves because, you know, Mike and I are, you know, our children are, you know, older of, age, older of age too. And one's about ready to graduate from college. Other ones living in Japan, never coming back. So I don't think we could do anything with Cuyahoga Falls, but um, so, but the, our younger daughter, she comes back and loves to do, you know, participate in the city and what they have. And she'll say stuff like they, you know, we have a lot to offer. So I'm really hoping that will. um, Yeah. Yeah, When you go online to the city's website, I mean, there's no end to the activities and um, for young families, they're, is so much more to do than when, when our kids were little and the access to um, all these fun activities and 
updated play areas and, you know, uh, yeah, the restaurants the and the parks we have and everything. It's crazy. Um, all right. So how will you measure the success of your tenure on council? What does success oh. look like to you? Um, well, I think uh, we see it in the participation of uh, residents in these activities and uh, seeing how many people are coming out and enjoying the things that we have to offer um, and the number of people that are voting and taking part in, in what happens in the city. And I think, you know, those numbers have gone up and um, property values going up. And I know that that impacts, you know, what you end up paying. Um, but I see it as a real positive that, you know, recently we got those notices that our property values have gone up and um, the housing market, uh, things aren't on the market very long before they're picked up and a lot of times for more than the asking price. So I think that competitiveness um, to live here is uh, certainly a testament to to wanting to be um, a resident of Cuyahoga Falls, not just a visitor. Mm-hmm. All right. You're ready for our fun question Post that I consider is fun. You might not like it, but I like it. All right. Are you okay. ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if the city council were to have a theme song that played every time you walked into a council meeting, what song would best represent the energy and spirit you bring to the table? Oh, it could oh. be a song your husband sings or something, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I, hmm. I mean, what comes to mind when I think about Cuyahoga Falls is I have the tiger. Um, ah, yeah, yeah, that's a good um, one. You know, the the marching band, I'm, I'm so used to hearing the Cuyahoga Falls marching band, which is a jewel of the city. All four of my kids were, were a marching band, and mm-hmm. that is such a, a valuable um, and wonderful asset that, that our city has. And I know, you know, people will uh, open and roll their kids in our in that school in the high school here just so they can be in that marching band and mm-hmm. um yeah it it literally changed our lives it mm-hmm. that's that's uh there's no question um how positively impactful uh that organization has been to the spinner family absolutely hands down so um i get a little emotional about that mm-hmm. so um i the tiger i think um you know the 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 mood and um enthusiasm I think is is always there um whether it's you know just Kenny King walking in and you know greeting everybody and and um just I I can't imagine not spending Monday nights there with with uh the folks on city council and uh we're not always you know we're not rubber stamping things we're questioning we don't always agree um but for the most part it's a very cohesive group that i feel very honored to be a part of and um i think we support each other whether we agree or not everybody um walks into that room ready you know to face face die the tiger i it it, Mm -hmm. i think that would be a good song for us to walk into i absolutely love it and we can have the marching band play it when you guys (laughs) right yes yes well, is there anything else that you would like to let um, potential voters know about you that we didn't cover already? Well, I'm just, I, I love Cuyahoga Falls. I am um, you know, not a native, so I, I hope that doesn't ever 
um, <laughs> me because you know, and neither am I. So you're forgiven. <laughs> I think I think that speaks volumes. Is that I just you know I wasn't born here. I'm not here because I was born here. I'm here because I want to be here. And like yep. um, you know, I I wanted this. This is our first house. Was this going to be our last house? I'm I'm guessing this is uh, uh, just a wonderful place. I love my neighbors, and uh, I think that is a huge benefit. Uh, we live in we don't live in you know a big sprawling development. We live in neighborhoods, and we get a chance to get to know our neighbors. And I love my neighbors, and uh, we had an opportunity when our family grew to maybe look for something else here in the falls um, that was a little bigger. And, uh, you know, it just time and time again, the real estate agent said, why, you know, why didn't you like that house? That has everything. Well, you know, and it always came back to our neighbors. And she said, I'm tired of hearing you say (laughs) that this isn't good or that isn't good because, uh, because it's just not your neighborhood. And, and, she said, please, please, I, I'm not going to make any money off of this suggestion, but please just add on to your house so you can stay right where you are, yeah. enjoy your lovely neighbors and raise your family there. And that's exactly what we did. And we took mm-hmm. the best of of everything we had seen um, in other homes within our means to um, add on here so that we could raise um, our four kids right where we are. And um, we just, you know, to have the the support and friendship of neighbors uh, it just means so much. And, uh, you know, for anybody who struggles with that, I, I empathize because it's it's um, I can't imagine not being able to go to uh, my next door neighbors on either side or across the street and ask for help or offer help. We're there for each other. And I think that's what makes Chicago Falls so strong, too, is it's strong neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Well, again, we'd like to thank you for sitting down with us and um, having uh, we'll talk about, um, you know, the why you're running for city council and what you have done currently on the council. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to you, um, either help with your um, your reelection or they just want to get a hold of you to ask you more questions. Could you give you your phone number again and then maybe your email address? Sure. It's uh, 330-618-5291. And it's spinner at cityofcf.com perfect and i will i will say um if if it's okay to add a little thing um you know i've had um some knee issues which uh make it kind of tough for me to knock doors so Mm -hmm. i won't be able to see face-to-face um folks as much as i would like to um i know october 20th uh, we're going to have another meet and greet at Arthur Treacher's on State Road. We did that a few weeks ago and I was um, I had a bad cold. So my husband went instead and he he considers himself the first gentleman of, of War II. So absolutely, um, he, he represented. But I really hope that um, folks will come out and if they have questions or um, just want to meet me to come out October 20th, um, five to seven at Arthur Treacher's on State Road and get a delicious dinner from mm-hmm. one of the only. Um, if not the only Arthur Treachers in the country, I think they may be opening some more or have done so. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a great it's a great place. And um, the owner is just such a supportive member of our community. I'm really excited to to hang out there that night. Yeah, no, definitely. That sounds great. Um, do you know who else is, might be there or? Is it uh, yes, be? I do. As a matter oh, of fact, um, 
City Council at Large member Mary Nichols Rhodes mm-hmm. and um, Mayor Don Walters. So oh, that oh wonderful! It's going to be a, a a fun evening, and um, I hope folks will come out and say hi. And yeah, they don't know us. Come come meet us and and you know drill us as as much as you want, and uh, <laughs> we'll have some fish and chips. Yes, yeah. The hush puppies. Oh, the hush puppies. Yeah, they are so oh, good. Okay. <laughs> puppies. I'm sorry. But I'll eat the fish and chips all day, but no. you're not a hush puppy fan. <laughs> no, it's like there's two people in the world: the people who do hush puppies and people who can't do hush puppies. Yeah. Well, thanks again for um, sitting down with us. We really do appreciate it, and um, yeah, we wish you the best of luck. And um, thanks for stopping by. My pleasure. Thank you very much. It was great to see you guys, and I'm glad yeah. I able to connect. You guys have a great rest of your day, and thank you so much. You too. You Thanks. Too. Bye-bye. FallsCast is a production of the Falls Free Press in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Please check out the Falls Free Press at fallsfreepress.com or on social media at facebook.com slash fallsfreepress. We thank you for listening to this episode, which was recorded and edited by Bart Sullivan. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell your Call to Falls friends and family so they can listen as well.